Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 229th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net, Audio Technica, and Manscaped. And I'm your extremely humble host, Brendan White. You can find me just about everywhere at Brendan 8bit. And joining me today, my podcast ride or die, the cheeseburger spring roll to my prawn toast with uh, some of that sweet and sour dipping sauce. You can find her on them socials at Miss Allie Hart. What's going on, Miss Allie Hart? Welcome to THG229. Greasy conversational morning when it comes to like greasy foods and really, really hungry. <laughs> Me too. Like it's it's quarter to nine in the morning here on Saturday, uh, the twentieth of Feb, and I'm already mm. thinking about uh, my leftover Chinese that I'm going to reheat for lunch today. Uh, I'm keen as a bean. Reheated Chinese is like as good, or maybe sometimes slightly better than the like the night of. Sometimes I think that there's like a certain foods that I can 100% no issue eat the next morning. Um, foods like uh, pizza. Mm-hmm. I could eat that any time of day, reheated, whatever. Oh, yeah. Chinese food, first thing in the morning. No, I don't think I could. Yeah, but if it was a good good bowl of fried rice reheated with no peas in it, I reckon you'd entertain that in the morning. If I was like hung over as shit and there was nothing else to eat, then yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would, but I just don't think <laughs> I would exclusively eat that first thing in the morning. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a sucker for Chinese food. And uh, yeah, for anyone that's listening to THG229 right now, uh, head on over to uh, ko-fi.com forward slash we are 8-bit. So ko-fi.com forward slash we are 8-bit and you can get exclusive access this week to uh, Is This Thing On number six, which... Uh, Stars myself and Miss Hart here, mm-hmm. and we are talking about Chinese food and among other things. So uh, get that in your ear holes for as low as yeah, five dollars sh- a month. <laughs> make sure you eat before listening to it because it will make you hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, just we just love talking about food. It's just an easy thing to talk about. We should start a podcast where we have like something about hunger in the title. You'd think so. Let's brainstorm that offline. Um, because yeah, I think there's good potential there. I think people could mm. uh, could really use a podcast in that vein. So uh, you'll know, we'll get the butcher's paper out and the uh, the markers and start strategizing. <laughs> Put it on the whiteboard. Put it on the whiteboard. Even get some of that red string, and we'll like start like conspiracy theory, dot connecting it to things to oh, just for added like dramatic effect. Charlie Day gif. Oh wait, you don't watch Always Sunny, do you? Nah, nah. Always average. My God, after that first season, I'm gonna go back. I will go back eventually. But like, you know, I've just been just was burnt in that first season. I'm like, you know what? I can waste my time on marginally better shows than this right now. And I know it gets good. Considering how much TV you watch and how much, like, how many series you burn through, like. To be fair, though, like Always Sunny is a commitment, but it's not like a consistent story where you're going to miss out. So I feel like you have the time to maybe give it, you know, a go. Like, I don't do. get me wrong. All of us Always Sunny fans would agree with you that the first one, two, maybe mm, seasons are a little rough, but it just gets better. Yeah. Like, Way better. I think the tough part is because with shows, I like to 
watch every episode even if it is maybe it does start a bit crappy so i want to try and persist through that first season just so i can get mm. the full experience even though that first season so far sucks but uh i'll go back i'll go back i have been not going to deep dive on it but i started watching um superstore on netflix uh, oh, now here in australia how good is that show i'm so late to the party on that show and it is phenomenal it's a great it's little really, comedy really good it is a hidden gem yeah. like i um I became familiar with it because my husband watched it, but also um, one of the characters, I've forgotten his name. He's in the wheelchair. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, um, Garrett in the in the show. Yeah, he usually appears in Rooster Teeth content. So that's how I knew who he was. Oh, really? So, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it's, it's a great little you know, 20, 30-minute uh, syndicated comedy about uh, just the, the, the daily goings-on in like a Costco equivalent, I guess you could say, like a superstore or a Walmart. I, it's more walmart Yeah, it's it's definitely meant to be more walmart yeah. Yeah. Like more like Walmart. So I think anyone that's worked in retail, you probably can kind of like empathize with it a bit. Yeah, but no, super funny. Great, great assortment of uh, characters and the cast is really well done and it's just just good easy listen that's that's been like my background show while i've been doing other things i've had that going on in the background and and the laughs have been flowing yeah flowing. i mean we've we picked up um we've started watching portlandia which is just like a really weird like kind of sketch show um done by fred armiston who like it's just about like the quirky people of portland and them kind of making a bit of a joke and sensationalizing it a bit and it's so quirky it's kind of it's mild tim and eric ish okay so it's been pretty good we've okay. really been enjoying it so i think just what's what's to no surprise of anybody out there in the world that has any of these streaming services there's far too much content to try and consume there's far too many tv Boy. shows and movies and everything else and it's it's daunting trying to stay on top of some of this stuff but uh there's something out there for everybody, at least, which is great. That's true. Um, I'm not really going to deep dive on any of the games I've been playing. Uh, it's I've sort of gone a little... I don't know if nostalgic's the right word, but I'm playing a lot of uh, online games that have been around for a while now. So, still Same. been dabbling in, in LOL. Had some had some games with uh, with NATO and Kaz and Co. during the week. Uh, and, and happy birthday to NATO for this past week, by the way. Um, our, our LOL daddy turned uh i can't remember how old he turned he's some somewhere in his 30s he's younger than me i'm gonna say he's he turned younger 33. than me but i think only by a few months the only problem is is that i don't remember how old i am <laughs> you don't remember how old you are i'm 30 something i think he's so he must be 33 i think yeah i'm, I'm gonna say he turned 33 maybe 34 uh, I know he's probably listening to this no, going, I'm 34 or something, you know, mm. with his with his animated expressions. But no, happy birthday, you little legend. And um, yeah, played a bit more LOL. Played a lot of Apex Legends. That's been my uh, my burner of a nighttime when I've just got nothing to do, when I feel like just playing something that I don't have to think about too heavily. So just, uh, you know, maybe 10 games here or there of an evening. Wish I could say the same. I was about to say, you have not had the same level of success with apex that's for sure talk about bitten by like unlucky bug something like i've been really interested in getting back into apex now that i kind of cleared uh cyberpunk also look out for the cyberpunk spoiler cast mm -hmm. um so i've 
finish that up, uh, hit the credits with it. So I have kind of been a bit dedicated to cyberpunk and getting it done, getting it finished. So I wanted to come back to Apex and kind of get back into the rhythm of what I was doing before and playing it daily so I could get good essentially. But when, um, you know, you sent me a message, let's, let's play some Apex. I'm like, yeah, sweet. I'll load it up. Won't let me in. I'm like, mm. that's weird. Uninstalled it, reinstalled it, won't let me in. Repaired files, won't let me in. Installed it on Steam, still won't let me in. To only find out that EA has got issues where certain, only certain accounts on all platforms can't get access to the game due to the new update. And I'm one of those lucky fools. (laughs) Yeah, you you drew one of them short straws. Yeah, it sucks. It really does because... the the map change ups obviously the new addition of fuse the uh the Aussie explodey boy and it's just good fun like it's just a nice clean tight frenetic battle royale and was enjoying it's probably it probably my uh, favorite like that? battle royale yeah it's, it was it's, like it's definitely my favorite yeah I think it's just I feel like it's the one that I enjoy like pace wise and um, gun handling are just better unfortunately yep. so yeah. Yeah, so to just just sort of working out when you're talking about gun handling, you know, what weapons suit you, what guns to avoid. Like I've sort of got a, a short list of things I like to pick up or hunt for in the game. And then mm. other weapons, I'm like, no, no, I don't want you. Don't want you. Get out of here. Get out of here. Sniper rifles or certain shotguns and things. But uh, yeah, ended last night before I went to bed with a nice victory, which was, which was nice. good. Uh, I played the game before with this one fella. And um, yeah, he was he was on fire. He got like seventeen kills. Yeah, you just see some of these people play this game, and they're just godlike. When you see them load in, and it shows their little character bio and the um the trackers, and it's like you know five thousand kills or ten thousand kills with that character alone. <laughs> you're like Jesus Christ, my God, that's yeah. that's something. But anyway, it's good fun, and I finally uh got back into a game that uh, you've also been playing recently uh, and so there's a few others No Man's Sky I uh, installed this courtesy of uh, Xbox Game Pass so uh, comes including in my monthly subscription there and started just exploring the world that Hello Games I guess promised us from the jump and I've been enjoying it Uh, some of the grindy in the early stages to, to I guess do the mainline story you could say were a little bit much I've found as far as just hunting resources and then juggling yeah. inventory and stuff like that was a little bit like, oh, come on now. But overall, really enjoying it. Looking forward to playing with people. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I jumped onto NATO's planet and went and got the tour of uh, NATO's, NATO's base and he was uh, very, very kind and generous and gave me some uh, copper that I needed to uh, finish my warp drive. So thank you for that. I offered, I told you, if you need any resources, let me know. And you're like, oh, I'm going to figure stuff out for myself. I'm like, okay, well, I can understand that. So, <laughs> But NATO's base is much, like NATO's planet, sorry, is way better than mine. And I also visited his planet to realize that my planet is just an ice ball of depression. So I need to move. Yeah, we're, we're both like our, our, I guess, starting planets for both of us are Ice, ice prisms of doom. My my first planet was a radiation planet. That's why I moved. Yeah. So our, our OG planets are both uh, frosty, cold, harsh, colorless voids. 
Um, yeah. I got off mine. The second plant I went to is full of toxic gas. So uh, I've yeah. gone from the freezing cold that can kill you to the toxic gas that can kill you. So uh, no luck. But I've also got these giant, I can't remember what they were called, like these giant like sandworms that um, oh. like think picture like Beetlejuice or Tremors. Yeah, and there's yeah. like this big giant mother worm thing that occasionally breaches out and like flies across the sky and then goes back into the ground. I only noticed Whoa. it for the first time yesterday and it was friggin' nuts. I thought I had to fight this thing so I was terrified with my little mineral cutter. But um, That would yeah, scare the crap cool. out of me. Yeah, it really I, did because the ground was like... <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then this thing just <laughs> breached and flew above me through the skyline. I'm like, oh, no, I got to fight this, don't I? Oh man, like I that's what I love about the game in in general is that um just everyone's planets are different, like so so different. Like I noticed with like at least NATO's planet, he has a lot more different animals than me. Like I think I have the standard maybe 3, I think, like three different ones and mine just look like monstrosities. I do have one that actually um resembles from um Abe's Odyssey, the scrabs. Oh, you know, yeah. Things on like two legs with like a yep, beak, the- like big beak. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, uh, oh, is it scrabs or are they the other ones? But yeah, the, they're the ones with the pointy legs and then the big mouth. So I've got these like lanky things walking around on my planet. But yeah, like now that I know that there are just way prettier planets to go out there and other cuter animals, mind you. And now that they've added this petting element or like pet companion element to no man's sky i now am on the mission to find the most cutest creatures to then uh take on and become my little companions yeah it's um it's so great how how they've built this world out and it's starting to become this big living evolving universe and um yeah i can't wait to find it one of these i think they're called perfect planets or something like that the ones that are free of toxic gas and heat and ice and all that kind of stuff like oh. what nato's building on i want to find one of them where i can just his, build a little oasis his planet still he, he has a firestorm oh okay okay yeah it happened twice while i was there and he said he's never experienced it but i Damn. experienced it twice i had to run into his base because the sky was on fire yeah i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna build a little settlement on the other side of his planet just so i've got oh, a yeah uh, he gave me permission. I'm not just uh, forcing my way in. I'm not just uh, invading his borders, but I'm going to build a little little hub there. So I've got a, you know, a holiday house, I guess you could say. And then I'm just going to keep hunting. Maybe for... I'll join you. We'll make a little neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great idea. Having a little township on this planet. But it's insane what Hello Games have been able to get in this world. Like the download mm. is like it's like 12 gigs or something this game it's not a huge huge game but the game in itself is huge which is the baffling part to me like trillions of planets all unique all these unique creatures all these unique events and stuff it's really cool that they've got this living breathing evolving space system now that you can run around in and yeah the the second planet that i'll quickly just mention that i was this toxic world the animals on that planet that i've got they're like stegosaurus hybrids like every animal's got like these plates on their back which is kind of cool and um yeah they they look awesome uh but there's like cat stegosaurus hybrids running around so i'm like (laughs) they're kind of cool and i want to i want to pet and and you know have one of them as a companion but uh 
yeah the the planet the the air is too too savage at the moment so i'm just going to keep keep looking for for my little patch of paradise out there but i'm really enjoying it like i know i poo-pooed it at the jump and was like no i'm not going back but i yeah went back this week i'm like you know what i should have probably went back a little bit earlier because i'm really enjoying just getting lost out there it's been a full credit to hello games because you can't like the i've said this previously but the game now feels like what we were initially promised all those years ago when they released it and um all these updates that they've done to the game have always been free. They've constantly just continually added all these new things to the game and it's always been a free update. So, I mean, how do you get angry at that? Like, they just constantly, like the recent um, Twitter post where they said they were adding the companion uh, element, all of the replies were like, not complaining, but how can you continually offer us free content mm. like all these years? So... It's, yeah, it's been awesome. It's really good to get um, get back into if anyone's been curious. Like there's been so many changes. It can be a little um, grindy at the start, but then once you kind of, you know, get your rhythm of what you want to do and how you want to play this game, um, then, you know, you'll, you'll, find, you'll find your vibe and how you want to proceed through No Man's Sky. If you want to travel, if you want to just build things, if you want to just, um, like I love building up my uh, vocabulary of the the other races because i love talking to them and then seeing their cute little interactions like all these different aliens that you interact with on different spaceships and stuff i love the uh the geks or the the geck i guess you could call them the little like little little lizard chameleon looking fellas almost looking things yeah Yeah. i love them They're, they're my favorite so far yeah I just love the little thumbs up that they give you sometimes or the little dances that yeah. they do when you do something right. So, yeah, yeah. a lot of fun. It's really cool. And, and the fact that it's, it's cross-platform is really great. So oh, yeah. PC, PlayStation and Xbox fans can all travel the uh, the solar system together and uh, explore and have fun. So, um, yeah, give it a look, especially like, you know, we always harp on about it, but it's on it's on Game Pass. So if you've you've got uh, that service on, on the PC version or the Xbox console version, you've got nothing to lose. Download it, Damn 12 right. gigs, have some fun, build a build a settlement and, uh, you know, find some unique looking creatures. Boy, are they unique. Yeah, and I see you also been uh, back with your old friend Destiny 2. Yeah, Destiny's just had a bunch of um, updates, a few little story progressions that have kind of come in with the cabal. Um, It's nice to be back. It feels good, actually. There's like been a few different changes to how you can level up now, which is nice to me. Uh, For a lot of people that probably have been playing non-stop, I'm I'm sure they have found um, some kind of issue with how things are going. Uh, But for me, coming back, it just feels good. I've been really enjoying... um, these i think they're called like battlefield i'm trying to remember these variations onto strikes where it essentially multiple waves of enemies and then clearing like big bosses uh and then at the end you've actually been you receive like this hammer and if you powered it up with a medallion not only do you get the initial chest you also get a secondary chest oh nice we'll have more yeah leveled up content so it's been it's been fun gambit now for me now is um only one round as opposed to having to do either best of two or best of three so that's good you're kind of turning through gambit yeah so especially if you're getting hosed like if you're against a team in gambit and they slap you in that first round having to go back and try and get them the second time sucked 
Yeah, sometimes it was a bit of a punish. So one run, one round gambit is lots of fun. I've yet to return to Crucible because I've just been trying to get my bearings, but I will make my way back there. Okay, when when you when you're playing some Crucibles up next, I'll I'll come and come and rumble. Sure, it's just good fun. Like all these games we're talking about, these good little distractions where you could play for ten minutes or you could play for ten hours, like quite happily. There's so much to do uh, in in these and um. Yeah, we've got a got a nice theme of shooties and space going on today. Yeah. So, uh, Lord knows yeah, you don't um, want to be on this planet. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> ooh, Morbid, sorry. Ooh, yeah. Goodness gracious. But, um, yeah, quick bit of housekeeping. Uh, obviously, head on over to audiotechnica.com or audiotechnica.com.au to get yourself the best in audio-based equipment. We're talking headphones, microphones, gaming headsets, turntables, you name it, they got it. Uh, you're hearing us right now talk through Audio Technica microphones. We're hearing ourselves talk through Audio Technica ATH-M50 headphones. Uh, I think they've still got some limited edition 8-bit purples available via their stores as well. Uh, and they've also got the, the limited edition version for 2021, I think, coming out in the next uh, three months or so, give or take, uh, which is pretty exciting. So if you wanted to get yourself a new set of phones, you want to get a bit of that limited edition exclusivity, Hold up because they got another line dropping very soon. Obviously, when you're done checking that out, shop8bit.net for our central 8-bit-based web store. And we're talking t-shirts, we're talking hoodies, hats, beanies, uh, some limited run stuff there. Some more unique sort of, uh, I guess you could say, streetwear style merch as opposed to just uh, the more gamer-centric uh, apparel. So if you wanted to get some clothes that you could wear in the club, you could wear it on the street, you could wear it in bed, you could wear this stuff anywhere. You can get in anywhere in this 8-bit thread. So uh, yeah, grab some of that on your person. Obviously, 8bit.net is our central web hub, which has got uh, latest access to all the uh, episodes, doing the rounds from all the 8-bit podcasts, as well as some uh, news updates and uh, you know video links there for when we do make some video content. But uh, Miss Hart, Shall we get into some news? What you reckon? Let's talk some news. This week's news headlines. All right. And the first bit of news, I've sort of grabbed it from um, the Nintendo Direct event, just chucked it as a standalone just because of the follow-on and its ultimate knockout may or may not be part of Ultimate Game Pass. Arriving sometime in the Australian winter slash global summer, Mediatonic smash hit Fall Guys will be arriving not only on the Nintendo Switch, as confirmed earlier this week on their most recent Nintendo Direct, but also the Xbox Series S slash X. There is no word yet if it is dropping on Game Pass or if crossplay is available, but mm. this is a pretty big get. Like, um, I don't know the sort of concurrent numbers and the hype behind this game anymore from when it first uh, you know blew up uh, those months ago, but I think it's still a good pickup, and I could see this being included in Game Pass. I think selling this as a standalone isn't really going to work too well because the player base is already established on these other consoles. But it's cool to see this thing uh, drop not only on the Xbox but on the old uh, portable Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I'd be very curious to see how it plays on the Nintendo Switch, especially if um, a good majority, especially actually with the release of the own um, portable-only Nintendo Switch device, just seeing it on such a tiny screen, considering how frantic uh, <laughs> the gameplay can be, uh, also with multiple um, characters on the screen. So I'd be very curious to see how that plays out. 
I'm sure a lot of Xbox fans are finally happy to finally have uh, Fall Guys on their um, on their Xbox devices now because I don't know how many times you would see a Fall Guys post and then a you know cascade of comments of everyone put it on Microsoft, uh, put it on Xbox, put it on Xbox. So there you go. Make sure you buy it. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, you pissed and moaned about it not being on the platform and now it's there. Yeah, throw your support behind it. If the game's included sort of free of charge uh, with games with gold or Game Pass, get a copy of it. And yeah, if it's included in that way, buy a skin or something, you know, buy some crowns or some currency to get something. So at least that way, uh, Mediatonic are, are still uh, getting some cash out of it. No doubt this is a a hefty deal that they've come to with with Microsoft anyway to, to get that onto the platform and Nintendo. No doubt there's some some good uh, contractual financial obligations there, but uh, mm-hmm. it's cool that it's dropping on these. I think the cross the cross play is inevitable though. I think it's got it right. It's it's on everything now. I think that's going to yeah. be the next announcement for this game. It would have to be. Um, I could only imagine that it might be like the tiniest bit tricky. Uh, that what they might be doing is they might be actually reserving that for when numbers really die down. Uh, if the if the lobbies are still full and they're still maintaining f- like full lobbies for each individual console, then they don't really need it. But when the game really starts dying out and they're finding it hard to fill lobbies, then they'll probably really start working and releasing crossplay. Yeah, that's true. That's a smart way to yeah build that player base back up when it does start to subside so we'll see but yeah it'll be out um yeah somewhere within the next six months or so give or take for uh switch and xbox so that's cool uh the next bit of news the mortal kombat movie trailer has dropped and at the very least it's fine it's um, fine. yeah so um feedback we got from from chucking this out on a twitter poll uh where we just asked what uh the members of the 8-bit nation thought and the options were excellent pretty good, pretty average, and it sucked. And the winner with 60% of the vote was pretty good, excellent with 35%. It sucked with 5% and pretty average with zero. Uh, I, I voted for pretty good, to be honest. Like, um, I didn't think it was as perfect as it could be, but I thought, you know what? This looks all right. I'm, I'm keen to give this a look. And uh, I look gory. There was a lot of fatalities. They threw a lot of characters at you really quickly in some of the little cutaways with this trailer. And yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm keen for this to drop uh, in April. What about you? Yeah, like this, like you said, there there was examples of gore. Uh, I was actually quite shocked what they let in on the trailer. Uh, there was the they actually showed the element of when Jax lost his arms. Yeah, uh, Sub Zero the froze them suckers to bits and ripped them off. You gotta watch out though, because a lot of people combed through that trailer to find stuff. Um, I found out that like there was Cabal in it. Yeah, he's your boy, right? He's one of my main characters that I chose, and just seeing a snippet of him, I can't make a passing judgment because it is it is literally a snippet. But I was like, oh, I'm not I'm not sure how he looks. There's been um a lot of um, anger on how certain characters look. We had uh, a few shots of Melina. Um, I thought she looked good. I thought she looked fine. A lot of people are pissy because you don't see her token like like teeth. Her really gnarly beast-like teeth on the side, but a lot of people have pointed out um, there is some discoloration that looks like scarring yeah. along her mouth line. So people are assuming that 
that's when you will see it. Um, uh, I reckon Sub Zero and Scorpion look great. Oh yeah, I think yeah, they, they look, look phenomenal. Really, really good. There are elements of CG that were questionable. Uh, Kano's eye laser looked terrible. <laughs> yeah, it really did. <laughs> and and uh, Kano. Like, I feel bad because this is our Aussie actor. This is our Australian representation. He just looks like a lanky bastard. I, like, I remember Kano in the games, like, kind of being, like, your average gym guy. Like, you know, a little bit of muscle on him, a little bit of meat on him. But unfortunately, the Kano we're seeing in the trailer, he's looking very lean. Yeah, it's, it's just, like, Josh Lawson, who's playing Kano, uh, crazy that we're we're sort of going full circle because he's the pharmacist in superstore uh oh. but um yeah I, I think he'll do well and ending with um with the i guess the aussie throwaway line where he's you know done the fatality and he's got the whoever the combatant is that he's fought he's got his heart in the, in his hand you know and then he mm. throws his little, little aussie slang at it like i thought it was a nice little cherry on top of the trailer like i know you and I sort of spoke offline. It was like, oh no, they've they've dialed up the Australianisms to a thousand again. But yeah. knowing that he is an Australian actor makes me feel a little bit better because it's not someone trying to force the accent and That's like overdo true. it. That is true, and I am trying to sell it to me like that. But like I, I think in a previous podcast, I kind of mentioned that I liked how Kano kind of was in the you know, the, the first movie <laughs> that no one really takes seriously anyway, even though I think, yeah, he was a Brit, I think. Yeah, but yeah he was like... an Englishman and he didn't even, like, never used no eye laser, didn't do his crazy cannonball thing. He just got his ass wizard to him by, uh, by Sonya and then got his neck broken. Yeah, I ate, ate a chicken leg and he was good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, this, this trailer, like we've said, is fine. Uh, I'm not... I'm not going to diss it. I'm not going to overhype it. Uh, I am questioning the story. I'm still a bit skeptical on what's the story that's kind of going on in the background. Uh, we have yeah. that character that's been added to the universe now, whether yeah. he's going to be classified as canon or not. Cole Young, yeah, the, the MMA fighter. Like, I wonder if he's going to be in the next DLC pack for the game. Like, make too much sense for them to to put him in right like he's got to pop in because it'd be a nice little crossover from game and film and they're making these horror movie characters work and pop in somehow so just toss old cole young the mma superstar in and uh yeah there's your next uh, dlc combat pack yeah and we've got also a lot of angry people of um uh, cage not being in there um, I, I think he's gonna be though i think he's gonna appear in there you can't not have johnny cage right there's there's this part where you see, um, oh my god, his name escapes me. Uh, forearms. Goro. Oh, Goro. Um, you see him jumping in the air, and he's like, he looks like he's about to attack someone, and the person you can't really tell who it is from the back. Well, I couldn't. Um, so I'm just like wondering if like they'll be mad if Cage is just some throwaway, um, death. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I wonder, like, he's he's definitely going to make an appearance in there somehow, but I wonder if he's just going to be, yeah, a little bit character that they fight against. Who knows? But I will say I like the the CGI version of Goro in this. I thought he looked good. He looks a lot better than the real prosthetic version from the 90s movie 
with his, you know, his, his four spaghetti arms. Like, I think the was- CGI looked all right. <laughs> It looked all right. My husband did say it looked like something out of um, World of Warcraft. And I'm yeah, like, true. Hey, Very you know orcish. He's, yeah, he's kind of he's kind of got that element to him where he's kind of like orc, kind of you know trollish. So I think that works. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of analysis going on in this one trailer that a lot of people are out there doing. I watched it a few times to see what I could pick out, but I felt I had to stop because. The more times I watched the trailer and kind of like was looking for stuff, the more angry and frustrated I got. So I think I'm just going to take a step back and just let let it go <laughs> and just come out. Um, it's going to be out in cinemas on, when is it, April Yeah, April 16th? 16th, I think, yeah. Yeah, and HBO Max will have access to it for, I think, a month and then it will, you know, be obviously something purchase- purchasable. So. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Like I'm gonna go check this out at the cinemas, and well, I can't. <laughs> I think it's gonna be good. Like it feels like they're trying to stay as true to the game as possible. Like it's not watered down. Like you could see the amount of violence that they threw into this two odd minute trailer was huge. Mm. Like there was fatalities and that fight where Scorpion and Sub Zero are, are you know going toe to toe, and um you know they fashion like a blade out of the blood that comes out of bloody scorpion mm. i thought that part was fucking awesome like um yeah. i think it's i think it's going to be just a balls to the wall popcorn film like guaranteed but yeah it looks cool there's a lot of nods to current um mortal Kombat uh fights um like moves that they do like token moves that they do so i you saw a lot of that in the actual trailer as well but um yeah I, I think, yeah, do what I, I'm doing and don't focus on it too much. Don't investigate. Just let it come out and just watch it as is without knowing as much as possible, I reckon, because yeah. you could set yourself up for disappointment. Yeah. just uh, It's just going to be a fun, dumb 90-minute roller coaster ride is the way I see it, and that's sort of how I'm keeping my mindset and thoughts on this game. It's just going to be fun. It's going to be more than fine, I think. I think it's going to... It's going to be one of the better video game uh, adaptations doing the rounds. Even if old uh, Cole Young, the MMA superstar, has no world, like no rights existing in this in this universe, they need it's to, I guess, birthmark. make it their own a little bit. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. The next bit of news. Crypto miners and gamers rejoice as NVIDIA has your backs. NVIDIA is taking a long-awaited step in its efforts to prevent its GeForce video cards from being commandeered for cryptocurrency mining. The company announced this past Thursday that it is releasing a line of products designed specifically for mining while using software to limit the efficiency of mining operations on its upcoming RTX 3060. Known as the NVIDIA CMP, or Cryptocurrency Mining Processor, these products are optimized for the best mining performance and efficiency. It's not accurate to call them video cards or GPUs. They don't have video outputs, and they run with a lower peak core voltage and frequency, so they're not suitable for gaming purposes. Because of that, the CMP chips don't impact the availability of GeForce GPUs to gamers. Supply issues for both NVIDIA and AMD's consumer-oriented graphics cards date back to at least 2017 people mining for cryptocurrency had realized that the chips in many high-end gpus are well suited to the task because of the processor's capability to perform complex math but nvidia's message to miners is clear leave the gpus to gamers the company did not announce pricing for the mining oriented products but said they'll be available in four models starting sometime in q1 of 2021 
So this is interesting. Like, um, it's it's good to see because yeah, there is a lot of uh, uproar about the the shortages of uh, the the new waves of GPUs doing the rounds from Nvidia and AMD due to this uh, crypto boom that is going on uh, out there. So um, yeah, it's cool that they're thinking about the gamers as well as this uh, new norm with cryptocurrency and miners and things like that. And they've they've brought out their own. Uh, their own uh, cards dedicated just to uh, farming Ethereum and all that other fun stuff. So, Miss Hart, what you reckon? Uh, like, I think it's good because I do remember roughly around the, as, like it mentioned, like 2017, I think it might have been a little bit later than that when I myself was looking at possibly getting a you know, new graphics card and all the other components for a PC. But during that time, I believe Bitcoin was having one of its big booms. So then everyone was buying like NVIDIA out and you couldn't get any kind of like graphics card or like all these other components. It was like completely like sold out everywhere. And then obviously because the demand was there, um, the prices either stayed at a very like high point and they would rarely ever go on sale or any kind of discount. And I even believe like secondhand, like I wouldn't have bought secondhand, but I even believe like secondhand um, was completely like sold out. There's obviously specific ones that they went for, but um, it was obviously the higher end ones that other people building PCs would want to use. Mm. Um to say that NVIDIA has gamers' backs on this, like they're like, hey, you know, don't worry, gamers, we got you. To me, it could also just be a, hey, we could keep on making the gamers' ones and then if we make these ones for cryptocurrency, then, you know, we've got a secondly, secondary income source. I assume these ones would be cheaper? I'd, I'd say so, yeah. Like the so. the 3060s is sort of their their budget line of, of the new RTX waves and then... um. Yeah, these um, NVIDIA CMPs are going to be cheaper than that as as well because, yeah, just they're focused wholly and solely on on crypto mining. But I'm with you. I think it's very much, you know, they're, they're trying to be pro-gamer and pro-mining with their messaging, but it's also in the back. They're like, hey, we got two SKUs now. We can make, you know, potentially twice the money. So I'm very curious to see um, if AMD follows suit. Um, AMD has always come across as the more affordable. So um, if they're, they're obviously currently going through a sell-through as well. But, um, yeah, be be interesting to see if this is just going to become a norm, especially yeah. with the popularity of cryptocurrency. So. 100%. Um, I just had a look at my wallet. So it's nice. It's on It's on the upswing. I need to maybe buy some... Uh some CMP cards and start a, a little little farm here in the in the office. I'll have a little rig going over there, just farming away, trying to uh, trying to make me some crypto. Mm. All right, the next uh the next bit of news, and I think it's no surprise to anybody, but the world is still very much horny for Vikings. And uh, yes, that is right. We are talking about a new Viking themed survival game developed by Iron Gate AB. It's the latest indie gem to come out of nowhere and take the gaming world by storm. Obviously, the game we're talking about is Valheim. Now, here's a quick little rundown on the current timeline uh, for the past month or so. Like the game was technically in like a a beta status on uh, like a free to download website a year or two ago, but since it's jumped onto Steam this past couple of weeks, this is what's been going on. On February 10th, just eight days after launch, they announced that Valheim had already sold one million copies. 
Five days after that, Valheim reached 2 million copies sold. And earlier this past week, they had surpassed 3 million copies sold. Here are some additional facts you might like to know. It is now become, uh, it is now being the second most played game on all of Steam at one point, ahead of every game outside of Counter-Strike Global Offensive. And it's currently sitting at number three now. It's already set a top 10 record for concurrent players on Steam with roughly 392,000 on this past Monday, knocking Grand Theft Auto 5 off the top 10 charts. And the last little news here, it topped the Steam top sellers list during Valve's Steam Lunar New Year sale despite having zero discounts. So this is a $20 game, uh, came out of nowhere. Uh, one, of, one of these survival games similar to, I guess, the resurgence that something like Rust is having right now. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, in in the Viking in the Viking world, the Viking universe, and people are going bonkers for this. Like even guys at work, uh, I talked to, uh, you know, last weekend they were like, "Yeah, we just played Valheim like all weekend. You're know, like 20 hours worth of Valheim. Like it's really fun, uh, really really open, and and the world building that they're already sort of establishing in these first few weeks since launch, and and just what you can do and your settlement building and all that kind of stuff." Uh, seems to be really, really well executed by Iron Gate AB, and I'm tempted to buy a copy because I, I love me some Vikings. Uh, but there's just too many other games going on at the moment. But I think I'm going to buy a copy and give this a go in the next couple of weeks. Where where are you at with this? Do you uh, watch much footage? Are you keen? Are you completely off the long <laughs> ship? Where are you at? I I think I can actually remember pinpointing when it became the hotness on Twitch where a lot of streamers were just playing this game. I haven't watched much of it. I've just seen a lot of people just running around in a forest, really. Um, But just now everyone's streaming it. Everyone's talking about it. It, like you mentioned, it had incredible success. So it's, it's like, it's the new hotness, right? Like, is this like another, you know, um, continuation of if it's, if it's like this Twitch streamers, if they're playing it, then it just skyrockets in sales. Like obviously yeah. a game has to be good. That I'm not discrediting that the game isn't good or anything. I haven't played it. But like you can't deny that Twitch streamers and I guess YouTubers as well don't have an effect on a game's success. And it's definitely something that game developers I'm, I'm sure they have considered um, in regards to their game, I guess, going viral in the gaming you know the gaming sphere essentially so people are buying it i guess it's at a good price point as well it's yeah, multiplayer bucks. online um like you said it can't, looks like it's coming off the success of like rust and how that's been kind of trending especially on the twitch streaming space as well so yeah i like i i'd be curious to play it i'd be very curious to actually look into more of what this game entails and then i'd be very curious to see how long it's popular for mm. like i was i was reading some of the release notes and, and planned releases coming up with it and they're talking about you know putting mini bosses and little little in like large-scale enemy encounters and stuff into the game which is kind of cool so there's a little bit more to do than just build and then potentially pillage and plunder the other real characters in the game in in your little world but it's it's like i i agree with what you just said like um regarding these development cycles now we're starting to see publishers potentially go you know what instead of doing a big massive marketing campaign and wasting all this money on billboards and whatever else let's just throw some money 
at two or three big streamers and just get them to stream it and get the eyes on the product that way because that seems to be the way to the way to success or the way to uh you know get get that product out there and get people keen for it is to to get some some big personalities showcasing it uh, hopefully in the in the best way possible and it seems to go from there like i don't think it's as easy as that but it's certainly probably a smarter way to to invest your marketing cash as opposed to yeah branding on bus stops and things like that you know yeah i mean i i haven't actually looked into it but um some people might be familiar with some might not in twitch with certain streamers i'm not sure if it's just a um, partnered streamers or if it's affiliates or whatever but they actually have something that i believe is called bounties where um a streamer can get offered a certain amount of money if they play um, play a certain game or watch a certain video or something in relation to a specific game and if they put the hours into that title and stream it then they can get like a nice little payout so I'm very curious to see if maybe a title like this uh, involved itself on a, one of those kind of twitch bounty things and that's why we saw a good chunk of people playing it because yeah, yeah. but uh you know, we always talk about it. it's good to see another another sort of smaller studio coming up through the ranks and mm. and finding some success and uh, hopefully it's it's long term success for the people at Iron yes. Gate and uh, yeah I think I'm I think I'm going to give this a go because I, I love me some Vikings you know I'm I am one of those people that is horny for for Vikings Vikings lore and consuming that media any way I can so uh, yeah uh, the last bit of news. Uh, the 20 biggest announcements from this past week's Nintendo Direct. Uh, Miss Hart, I sort of watched and slash read the cleft notes. I didn't watch the whole 50 minute or so uh, uh, direct that that occurred the last uh, couple of days. But um, some big ones. Uh, maybe do you want me to just rattle off the the, the the headlines of these 20, and you want you can we can jump in and, and dive deeper on some of the ones when when the see one, fit. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. All right, the first one here, Splatoon 3 inks its way onto the Nintendo Switch in 2022. Hell yeah. Yeah, not much is known about the game aside from a new desert locale, but game, but the game appears to feature the same paint shooting action from previous entries. Mm. Um, I'm excited. I was actually pretty happy. They actually ended the Nintendo Direct with this. Uh, full disclosure, I did watch the Nintendo Direct live and for the most part, part found it pretty like luster for me personally so i was actually really happy when they ended it with splatoon 3 i really enjoyed splatoon i think it's a lot of fun um as a multiplayer so uh the fact that they've announced that they're going to be releasing it 2022 sad kind of wish it was this year but like you know beggars can't be choosers um so yeah it's been some time since they had to shut the doors on the servers so yeah i'm looking forward to that one yeah, it looks it looks cool. Like I enjoyed playing Splatoon two a little bit here and there on the Switch a few years ago, but yeah, it looks fun. Looks looks more of the same for me. So uh, yeah, that's exciting. The next star, uh, the next headline: The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD slashes onto Nintendo Switch this coming July the sixteenth. So obviously, <laughs> this is a re-release of the twenty eleven Wii exclusive. Uh, the game will also launch alongside a new pair of Zelda-themed Joy-Cons because, of course, they need to try and maximize the cash they bleed out of this franchise. Mm-hmm. Nintendo also said it would share more information about the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild later this year. 
Uh, a lot of um, fans were quite disappointed because as the Nintendo Direct went on, they were waiting for at least this announcement. And when he appeared, everyone thought that they were getting something and he literally just said, like, sorry, we don't have any information for yeah. you right now. So Check back later. A, <laughs> yeah, I gave the Breath of the Wild fans some nice blue balls and just said, here's uh, Skyward Sword HD. That's it. Enjoy. That's it. Uh, the next... Uh, next uh, announcement mario golf super rush is the latest installment in the mario golf series and it arrives this coming june 25th it looks cute i like the um kind of party element that they've added into it where there's a mode i can't remember what they called it but it was a mode where you could just i think it was like a speed mode where you can Mm -hmm. actually run and the first person to you know get the ball in the hole haha uh wins but there's like little elements of being able to like run faster and maybe i think attack your opponent so i've always loved mario golf it's been one of my favorite mario um sport alternatives so yeah i think a lot of people wanted is it strike striker strike oh the soccer soccer one one? no i'd I'd take golf over the soccer one for sure like i'm with you like i'm i'm a shithouse golfer in real life putt putt maybe i'm all right but yeah mario golf was always a fun little title to pick up Mm. uh you know Hitting them, hitting them greens and them fairways with uh, Wario and Co. It's uh, it looks cool, and I and I like that sprint, that sort of sprint version you mentioned, like that we've yeah. seen pop up in like party golf and a lot of these other golf games out there, where it's yeah, f- fastest to hold in potentially the least amount of strokes. You know, you know, wins the wins the wins the bicky. So yeah, it looks cool, and the fact it's coming out in uh, you know back end of June, you don't have to wait too long. You know, four months mm. away. Uh, the next one, first look at the Super Mario-themed items coming to Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, so uh, I thought this was cute, the fact that you've got yeah. a warp a warp pipe that you can put in on your island so you can get from maybe you know the farthest mm. point in the bottom to the highest point at the top in just uh, one little pipe usage is pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was actually really good because when they first announced this and they were going through, it sort of looked like, yeah, I get it. You'll get some costumes, some items, and the items are really cute. But um, having that actual interactive uh, like travel element is actually pretty cool. I don't know if I'd use it because I have a certain aesthetic to my island. So Mario items would probably stand out, but I'm not going to turn down a Wario outfit. So Yeah. Yeah, like um, I'm, I'm, that's what I was thinking when I saw it too. I'm like, usually most islands have got a certain style to them and now just putting, mm. you know, your, your bloody big swamp bloody blocks in there and stuff like that Some might Mario throw that coins. look out a little bit yeah. but um yeah that that's dropping officially on march the 1st but there's also a free update that is arriving uh this coming february the 25th so mm-hmm. uh yeah animal crossing new horizons fans get keen for that pyra and mithra from xenoblade chronicles are joining the super super smash brothers ultimate roster uh, beginning in early March, so uh, the pair will count as a single character, making them both the fourth DLC character available in the second Fighters Pass for Smash Bros. Ultimate. Cool. That's fine. <laughs> Dante oh. fans still mad. <laughs> <laughs> ah, all right. Next one. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is getting an expansion pass. That's fine. Cool. Cool. Uh, indie darling outer wilds is coming to the switch that's cool that's a game that uh obviously got a lot of love and a lot of praise in a lot of the uh the end of year awards and things like that Mm -hmm. over the over the last couple of years and um yeah i think it'd find a good home on the nintendo switch that's for sure yeah uh famicom detective club is coming to north america on may the 14th 
It's uh, two old school murder mystery games are getting the remake treatment for the Switch and will be localized in English. The two detective games originally released on the Famicom disc system in the late 80s and task players with solving mysteries. Both games will receive modern graphics gameplay and voice acting, yet retain the same mysteries that were found in the originals. Um, I mean, I love me a detective game, so I might be keen on this one. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming they'll be they'll be priced at a at a pretty decent uh, price point. You'll probably get the two games in one for you know twenty bucks or something. So uh, yeah, yeah. Famicom Detective Club, just a great little name. Uh, no More Heroes Three will launch on August the twenty seventh. Uh, obviously, that's that's some good news. That's exciting for uh, yeah. Switch fans. There's a certain fan base for No More Heroes. Like, I never played um, a No More Heroes game, but there's definitely a very niche fan base that really enjoys the content. So Yeah, very very loyal loyal fans to that uh, that franchise. And, uh, yeah, you yeah. don't have to wait too long. August 27th, so uh, you know, six months or so, you've got a, got a title dropping on the Switch. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise launches March the 26th. And uh, of the latest latest trailer that dropped at the, uh, the Nintendo Direct, it focused on some new story details as well as some of the monsters you will encounter in the game. There's also a Monster Hunter-themed Nintendo Switch, which will release the same day as the console. Of course it will, because <laughs> Nintendo and their exclusive skinned items are just money earners. So uh, Monster Hunter Rise on the Switch, cool. Not for me, I'm not going to pick it up. I like Monster Hunter, Monster. but I don't want to go back and play it on the Switch. No, I've never played. I, I will give it a chance one day, but i got too many other things Not to play. Not today. <laughs> Not today. Stubbs the Zombie is getting a remaster for modern consoles. Uh, Stubbs the Zombie and Rebel Without a Pulse. It's a third-person action-adventure game where players take control of a zombie and devour brains and wreak havoc in a city. Aspire Media, who previously remastered Star Wars Episode One Racer, is developing the game. This looked really bad <laughs> i'm really just going does. to say like graphically i know it says it's remastered but for the most part it's still kind of like i guess a l- like a little bit off-putting like yeah. uh, kind of like what i mentioned with um star wars races on um on the switch like i thought that it was going to get some kind of graphical push or like kind of i don't know like maybe some kind of like remaster in the sense that they were going to polish it a little bit but no it just looked like the same old kind of game so i guess that's what's happening here with Stubbs the zombie too yeah yeah it's uh, look. <laughs> i'm certainly not reaching for my wallet to pick up a copy of uh the yeah, Stubbs the zombie rebel without a pulse when it drops uh <laughs> drops Good on the name, switch though. and stuff yeah great like that name yeah great name <laughs> great name neon white is a first person action platformer developed by the creator of donut county and uh yes yeah, so that's ben esposito uh, highlighting his new project it will task players with killing demons in heaven. Based on the art style and first trailer, the game is a far is a far cry from Esposito's previous work. Yeah, this um this game actually did catch my attention. Now, um I liked Donut um Donut County. It was a very cute game. Uh but this game looks really cool. The idea of being I think it's like assassins in heaven that have to kill demons like they have to protect heaven. Um and there's also a card-based element in regards to your attacks. And like stylized, it looked really cool as well. So this one actually did grab my attention. Mm. Yeah, it looked, looked pretty funky. And uh, Donut County, available on Xbox Game Pass now. So uh, oh. get that. India, I love donuts. I'm going to buy some today. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville Complete Edition launches March 19th on the Nintendo Switch, which is 
Cool. Yep. Right up. Plants vs. Zombies. That franchise is still going. It's still going, and people love it. Like I've never <laughs> played a Plants vs. Zombies game, and you know I'm happy with that. But I a lot did. of the world like, love it. Way back when they first like appeared on your phone, like that's when I first played a Plants vs. Zombie game, and the fact that they're like movies, cartoons, they're on all the consoles, they're still on the phone. They're such a successful franchise. It's unbelievable to me. Like yeah. credit. Like if it. You know, you guys are succeeding. Keep doing it. Why wouldn't you stop? But, like, for me, it's just, like, I'm really shocked at how well they've continued to do. Mm. Yeah. Just, just some of these franchises, just like like a Just Dance. You sit there and go, it's the same thing every year, but people love it. And that's that's like Plants vs. Zombies here. So, yeah, you can't fault the devs for, for just going back to that well until it runs dry. Just uh, the next one, Project Triangle Strategy. It's a brand new tactical RPG by Square Enix with a similar art design to the 2019 release Octopath Traveler. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested. The game's coming out in 2022. Uh, not much really is known about the game, but uh, I could, I could feel, I could feel for that kind of vibe. No, I'm not too sure if I'm going to um, enjoy the tactical RPG element. It's a shame because it, it looks cool. Like um, I did play Octopath. I played a little bit of Octopath Traveler and enjoyed it to a certain extent, but um, it was a little grindy for me. Yeah. So I, I don't think this one's going to be for me just due to it being tactical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Star Wars Hunters is a competitive free-to-play online shooter from the makers of Farmville. Uh, yeah, so okay. yeah, Zinya is... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Farmville and Words with Friends is making a new Star Wars shooter. The game will be squad-based and set between the events of Star Wars Episode 4. No, Star Wars Episode 6 and Episode 7. Them Roman numerals. Yeah, those Roman <laughs> numerals got me there. Uh, it's dyslexic. I read it as IV instead of, uh, you know. I... Um, this is like the first of me hearing who actually made the game, who's who's actually in charge of making the game. And I can't remember who said it, but when the trailer was announced, someone pointed out that they they think it's got to do with like mobile gaming. And it seems like they hit the nail on the head with those kind of games of Farmville and Words with Friends. How curious yeah. uh, for them to be doing a shooter. Very strange, very funny, and like it's it's interesting because obviously the last month or so we've been following all the news with EA losing exclusivity with the Star mm. Wars license, and now you're seeing Star Wars literally pop up everywhere. Like now yeah. we've got a mobile game from from Zinya, <laughs> who made Farmville of all things. So uh, no, whatever, cool cool beans. You know, people will pick it up, play it, maybe waste some money on microtransactions because it is it does say free to play. So you know they're gonna stooge you oh, with. Yeah. Uh, those little uh those little paid nuggets uh the next one knockout city is a new online based dodgeball game from the creators of mario kart live home circuit yeah i could i could muck around and play a few rounds of uh a dodgeball multiplayer like uh i don't know what kind of life cycle this game would have i think the fan base might dwindle after a few months but uh coming out on may the 21st on the nintendo switch as well as other platforms but looked interesting i love some dodgeball yeah, it just looked like one of those kind of, I don't want to say throwaway games, but just one of those little like brawlers that are possibly accessible to all players, like yeah. all, like game gamers of all styles. So, yeah, I don't know. Wasn't 100% on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the, the third last bit of news here. 
Uh, World's End Club arrives on Nintendo Switch May the 28th. And that's uh, from the creators of Danganronpa and Zero Escape. It's uh, yeah currently being developed by Tokyo Games in partnership with Grounding Inc. The first part of the game was previously released on the Apple Arcade. So, uh, yeah. Mm. Looks interesting. I don't mind Danganronpa. I've uh, dabbled here and there over the Never years. Never played it. I've been recommended it. A lot of people have recommended it to me, but I just haven't um, picked it up. It's 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 got some... Time, like hours behind it right so oh, yeah yep. yeah yeah uh the next one uh, hades is getting a physical release on march the 19th so just uh you know four or so weeks away now uh, in addition to a cartridge a physical copy will also include a book containing game art and a download code for the soundtrack good to see the book looks great because i i definitely think hades is a really good looking game um i love how like they designed it and how all the different characters and gods that you deal with and now having this collectible uh, art book, it just looks really pretty based on what they showed on the it trailer. It really does. It really does. In the last bit of news here, Ninja Gaiden Remaster Collection is a remastered compilation of Team Ninja Gaiden, uh, Team Ninja's most notable titles. The package will include Ninja Gaiden Sigma, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2 and Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge. It launches on the Nintendo Switch on June the 10th, and it includes all post-launch con- uh, downloadable content previously released for these games at no additional cost. Hmm. Great I never games. Played, very, I never played. Very punishing. <laughs> very unforgiving games at times, and um, but really cool. The combat is buttery smooth. It's so great. Is it? Oh. Yeah, but yeah, testing. No, I never played these. Very testing. So let's move into this. Tweet of the week. Miss Hart, what you got for us today? Uh, now, I know this is very, very uh, <laughs> niche to uh, a Destiny fan base, but you've got to respect. Um, we actually have the benefit of one of the voice actors, one of the major characters that are in, is in the Destiny franchise, Lance Reddick, who is actually a big fan of Destiny. He plays the character of Zavala. Now, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, there's this new content that's going down with the Cabal, which is an enemy race. And there's this moment where she essentially tells Zavala, who kind of leads us guardians, to, you know, kneel, to, you know, kneel in front of her and they'll just, you know, kind of work together kind of thing. And someone made a meme online where they essentially wrote an entire dialogue for Zavala, essentially saying, I have one guardian who is you, the player. I have one guardian who kills your people for fun to make guns, have wiped out a race. Like, and it's this whole dialogue. Um, so look for it online because it's obviously something you've got to watch. But the fact that Lance himself, as the voice actor of Zavala, he took the meme and he recited it word for word. And the fan base like went wild. Think about it as the... Uh, I, apologize i forget who the voice actor is for snake but someone wrote a dialogue or a meme about he can't sneak around because of his ass cheeks clapping is too loud (laughs) so it's in the same vein as that so i think as a um as a fan base as gamers i think we're very lucky that we have access to these very particular voice actors out there who um who actually you know, you get to interact, you get to have that element, you get to have them be in on the joke, essentially. Yeah. And um, yeah, we we also get to communicate with them and seeing them being fans of the content that they create as well is also pretty special too. So 
Um, I'm not too sure what Lance's full uh, Twitter handle is, but um, I'm sure you can find it online um, on a lot of the Destiny forums and it's probably been retweeted a bunch of times. Yeah. So. Why, don't, why don't we drop the audio in like right here? We'll drop it in and you can hear Lance with all his hotness right now. For those of you who are Destiny fans, uh, even though the writing is on the screen is backwards, I apologize for that, but it says, I propose an alliance. Bow. So, Mechanize on Twitter at XMechanizeX posted this and then asked me to read the response below as Zavala. So, he goes. Excuse me? One fucking guardian has been kicking your racist collective asses for nine years. They kill gods for fun and to turn them into guns for a meme. They genocide entire races for loot. They assassinated your last leader, cleaned out your daddy's ship while he wrote fan fiction about them and promptly fucked off to let you pick up the pieces. The only reason I didn't bring them here is because they casually began wielding the darkness to clap ass in new ways. All I have to do to make them end you is to tell them you have a fancy new gun or that Eris can make you into one. So... Think about that before you tell us to bow to your sorry ass. Mechanize, eyes up, Guardian. But I love Lance Reddick. Uh, obviously, yeah, I, I've got a very up and down relationship with Zavala, being a, being a fellow Titan. Uh, yes. He's always a bit of a punce and just carries on and doesn't do a whole lot, uh, in my opinion, for, for the guardians and everyone else out there but um that's the thing he's one of the most like the character he plays Zavala is probably one of the most one one of the most hated characters in the destiny lore but the, we all love Lance the voice actor and he himself loves the game so and he loves the fans he celebrated um a certain milestone of followers recently too yeah so. he's he's a great he's a talent, great guy like Loved him in loved him in Fringe. Loved him. Obviously, he is uh, the voice and the the face of Silence, the the uh, the main antagonist in Horizon Zero Dawn and yes. uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Two, uh, which is cool. And yeah, and then Zavala. So uh, yeah, Lance Reddick crushing the game, crushing yeah. the game. All right, um, the last bit of the pod: new releases and events. And I thought we'd maybe do something different with new releases and events this week and sort of look at it like a Monday through Sunday schedule and talk about Happy things days. that are dropping on those days uh, that could be of note, whether it be 8-bit related content, whether it be uh, a TV show we wanted to highlight, a movie, a game release, things like that. So, yeah, I've only sort of populated, I don't have anything for next Saturday, Sunday at the moment, but like we're talking... Australian days so roll back a day when I say Monday push it a day back if we're talking the US or the rest of the world so yeah. uh, obviously this coming Monday you'd already be listening to uh, the Hungry Gamers because this episode will be out already for you mm -hmm. but uh, the fifth episode of American Gods will be dropping 
uh, on oh, Amazon. Nice. I love that show. Third season, season and uh, season three, episode five, building really, really nicely. Uh, and then we're talking Tuesday. Is this thing on number six, uh, which stars Ali and myself? We'll be dropping exclusively over at Kofi. Uh, Wednesday, early access to the latest eight bit cast will be dropping over at uh, Kofi Ooh. as well. That's two week early access, and that uh, stars Australia's John O'Peck and myself. Uh, we're talking music, so we're talking Ooh. music from our uh, our sort of uh, early adulthood and teenage years and and things like that. So that's this uh, would be a great listen. I definitely can't wait to hear when this one drops. Heckin' yeah. <laughs> Heck and yeah. Uh, on the Thursday, the Hungry Game Show episode 14, uh, which was the World of Warcraft themed episode with Panda TV and Matt Stallone from Audio Technica going head to head against one another, drops on the Hungry Gamers RSS feed. So it will be available for everybody this Thursday. Uh, and then Friday, the, uh, the Outriders demo uh, is oh. dropping on the PlayStation 4 slash 5, the Xbox One slash Xbox Series S or X and PC. And so you don't need to have pre-ordered the game to uh, to get on the demo. This is just a free download uh, from from the Outriders uh, website or, or from the, the marketplace on the console. And um, yeah, it's a demo slice as, a, as opposed to a closed beta. So it's going to give you, I guess, a Rails experience of this game prior mm. to it releasing in the coming weeks. So I'm keen to give that a go and talk about it on uh, THG 2.30 next week. Are you going yeah. to download Outriders? I should because there's definitely a lot of Destiny Ooh, yeah. in there. Yeah. So why, why don't we download like it and, and try and uh, play a little bit together before we record uh, next weekend? What are your reckons? Sounds like a plan. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And uh, also dropping this coming Friday is obviously the eighth episode of WandaVision. Uh, Mm. It's getting good. I'm not going to say anything more than that, but episode (laughs) seven, you know, it's just going from strength to strength, this show, uh, after a divisive slow burn. Was that, sorry? The hour-long episodes now? Um, Episode seven wasn't an hour. Uh, oh, it was, was it? it was a bit long. I think it was 38 minutes or something. So it was longer, mm. but it definitely was not an hour. But um, oh. yeah, it's good. It's so good. That's all I'm going to say though. <laughs> but yeah, outside of that, Miss Hart, anything else uh, you wanted to to mention for stuff that's coming out this week? Any, any movies or games of note that you wanted to highlight or any events or yeah, what do you want to say? Oh, we're, we're pretty good. No, unfortunately, um, with full disclosure, BlizzCon's going on right now. Um, you're probably wondering why we kind of missed out on that content, but unfortunately, the stream kind of lined up with recording time. So uh, I guess any details that come out from BlizzCon, we'll probably uh, talk about next week. So yeah, you can hear about it then. Yeah, There's only so much excitement you can throw behind a new WoW expansion or a remake of <laughs> Vanilla WoW. But uh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit next week. But yeah, Miss Hart, this is uh, this is the end of the road for episode two two nine. Anything else you want to say before we close this sucker down for another week? I'm almost done with Breaking Bad. I just wanted to say I'm almost done. Yes. Also, I know. Yes. I'm gonna, like I, I already know I'm going to be disappointed. But Fring is like one of my favorite fucking characters. He's one of the best written characters in television ever. Yeah. Ever and and best acted too. Yeah. Oh, you know, like. I, I've got this whole tangent that I could go on, but I'm not going to because we're ending. Uh, but, yeah, great actor, great character. A lot of people called him an arsehole, so I just assumed he was, you know, terrible. But, no, he's, like, one of the best characters that I've witnessed in a TV series, and I just keep yeah. on 
cheering for him, even though I know I shouldn't. It's the sign of a good villain when you can sort of oh, yeah. get behind them. And old Giancarlo Esposito as Gus crushes it, crushes it. Like, I'd never heard of him as an actor until Breaking Bad. And obviously, after Breaking Bad. For me, it was Bad. Community. <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah, as uh, Chevy's Hawth- brother. Um, yeah, uh, the Hawthorne game. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Banger so that was the first time two. I encountered him. So. Yeah. Yeah. But no, phenomenal. Uh, connecting the breadcrumbs uh for all the only season of your honor has just finished which is brian cranston's latest show uh in australia it's on stan i don't know what it's getting syndicated on across the rest of the globe but it does have some breaking bad kind of vibes to it so miss hart if you wanted to sort of follow brian cranston down another rabbit hole this is a show you should check out it's only 10 episodes it's just wrapped up it's one and done season but really cool, really cool show. Uh, anyone that's looking for some good gritty drama with a lot of twists and turns and stuff like that and just Brian Cranston just doing Brian Cranston things, check out Your Honor. Yeah, I'll definitely have to finish Breaking Bad first because I have that horrible issue where if you watch an actor in one role and then proceed to follow it up with another completely different one for some reason your brain goes no this is the same character this is further on in their life or something yeah no, <laughs> he's he's not uh walter he's michael in this in this new season so yeah maybe maybe give it a week off once you finish breaking bad yeah. so you can sort of disconnect him from uh, from yeah. that universe and then implant him into into the your honor world but no really cool he plays it he plays a court judge and deals with some pretty crazy stuff and yeah that's all i'm gonna say but yeah give it a look give it a look but yeah miss Hart, that's that's it what do you reckon shall we shall we close up shop let's close it up all right Apri nation thanks for stopping by episode 229 we'll see you next time but uh much love and stay hungry You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry. Speaking of staying hungry... I'm excited for some breakfast. I'm going to do bacon and eggs. And they do this. I've found like this thick cut Texas toast style bread at my Coles. And it is just heavenly. It's the only bread I buy now. And it's the best. I don't eat breakfast anymore. (gasps) We have lunch. Maybe. Oh, breakfast for dinner. Bacon. I had bacon and eggs and toast for dinner the other day. I guess no one can delegate what you can eat at what time. No. Don't judge me.